the Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, we found the we have a, a weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Good morning. Murder. No one wants to believe the worst in a child. We expect them to be sweet and innocent, never truly meaning harm to anyone. But for some kids, that's just not the case. And on May 25th, 1968, a little girl would commit a crime that showed just how bad she could really be. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On May 25th, the body of a four-year-old boy named Martin Brown was found in an abandoned home. He had been strangled to death, and there was no clues to help them provide answers as to who could have done this. Shortly after the murder, a nursery school had been broken into and vandalized. It seemed to be unrelated until they realized that the vandals had left notes claiming to be the ones who murdered the young boy. In July, another boy was murdered in the same area. Brian Howell, who was only three years old, was found in a wasteland having been strangled the same as Martin. But this time, the killers took time to mutilate the body. An M was carved into his stomach with scissors, and those same scissors were used to cut his hair, scratch his legs, and mutilate his penis. When the police started to search the nearby neighborhoods, they noticed a little girl acting strangely. She would laugh when asked about the boys and even asked the mother if the boy could play, knowing it was the day of his funeral. That's when Mary Bell, who was only 10 years old when the first boy was murdered, was put on their radar, along with her 13-year-old friend, Norma Bell. While Norma was eventually acquitted for the crime, Mary Bell was convicted of manslaughter on the grounds of diminished responsibility. Even once she'd been caught, she showed no remorse for what she did. But she was later released as an adult and went on to live her life in anonymity and even had a daughter of her own. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 26th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. And please share it with your friends. And remember, stay safe. This has been My Morning Cup of Murder. My Morning Cup of Murder is a daily podcast that talks about something that has happened in the true crime world on this day in history. Thank you for listening.